Hey there, fabulous educators. You are listening to the Letters and in Ink blog podcast with me, Lucy Gonzalez. This is a podcast for teachers where I dish out equal parts inspiration and encouragement as we dive into all things English instruction, teacher tech, and digital pedagogy. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's transform classroom instruction for the digital age together. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Letters and in Ink blog podcast. I'm so happy that you're here with me, and I have to let you guys in on a little secret. Um, <laughs> so the quietest space in my house, because I have a super chatty cat, is my closet. So I'm literally sitting in my closet right now and listening to my cat like scratch on the door (laughs) because she really does not want to be excluded from the conversation. But, um, you know, I just, I want to say how thankful I am for those of you who have been tuning in. I hope that this podcast is something of value to you and always feel free to let me know if you either have ideas for what you'd like to hear on the podcast or suggestions on how I can improve Um, I'm always looking to make the podcast better, so don't hold back. All right, so today we are continuing the spring cleaning series, and today is episode number two of that series, and it is all about organizing your digital files. Now, whether you use Google Drive, Microsoft, OneDrive, Apple, whatever, Um, all of us have a lot of files. I mean, with the uh, state currency of hybrid and remote learning this year, you know, we've just, we've gotten so much. And I know that sometimes, actually not sometimes, a lot of the times when I get a new file or I create something, I just sort of leave it in my main Google Drive. And then I have to go back in and sort of organize everything. Um, and my favorite work avoidance tactic is cleaning and organizing and decluttering. (laughs) Like I will be, if I work out at home, I will be literally in between sets of like squats or something. And I will be like, you know what? That cabinet hasn't been cleaned out in a while. (laughs) And I'll go and like clean it out. It's, it's bad. I (laughs) probably, probably should focus more on my workout, but that's just how it goes sometimes. So I love organizing and decluttering and I wanted to share all of my tips and tricks with you guys. So that is why we're here today. So I have five easy tips to help you guys overhaul your digital files, whether you use Google or Microsoft or whatever. Um, and make it a place where you actually want to go and search for files you need. So are you guys ready? Let's go. The first tip that I have for you guys is save nothing on your desktop. Nothing. (laughs) I think most of us are probably out of this habit that is left over from the time before cloud storage, but I still cringe when someone like shares their screen in a meeting or I go to someone's office and I see just like a ton of files cluttering their desktop. Regardless of what you use to store your files, please, please do not save things to your desktop. 
for one thing, they're not safe there. If your computer crashes and dies, you are going to lose those files nine times out of ten. The same goes if you save your files like on your actual hard drive of your computer. You know, things melt, things smoke, things die, and with those physical things dying, so will your files. I am a huge proponent of the cloud if only because you will never lose your files. Um, You can definitely use a flash drive, you know, or external hard drive. And if you're really good about diligently backing up your files, you'll probably be okay. But I still highly recommend using the cloud. And don't save anything on your desktop, please, for the love of God. All right, so the second tip that I have for you, I feel very passionately about not saving things to your desktop. I hope I'm not offending anyone. The second tip, though, is consistent naming conventions. So anytime that I save a file, I'm making sure that I'm naming it in a way that I will remember what it is when I look at that file name. Um, I... I can't even tell you the number of times that I see four or five different untitled documents. You know, how do you know what's in there? Oh, it freaks me out. So use a a naming system that's consistent that you can just, I don't know, that works for you. Um, Everyone's different. But what I do is I will start with the text or the unit that the file goes with. So if it's my artificial intelligence unit, I'll call it artificial intelligence hyphen and then what the assignment is or what the text is or whatever. Um, So I try to think like in my head, what when I'm searching for this file later, if I used, if I just typed in the search bar at the top of my file, Um, drive, what am I going to search for? What are the terms that I'm going to use to search for this item? And I will use those terms. So if it is in my Macbeth unit, and every time I read Act 1, I have kids do a characterization activity. So I'm going to name that file Macbeth hyphen characterization Act 1. That is the first step to making sure that you have organized files is ensuring a consistent naming system so that you can actually find what you're looking for when you're looking for it. Next is the folders. So when I'm, I don't use too many folders because it can get really cluttery really quickly, which is something I'll talk about next. But you need to have folders that make sense for the way that you teach. So I wish I could tell you you should have a folder for X, Y, and Z, but I can't. But I do think you should be intentional about your folders. So for me, I have five folders when I first click on Google Drive icon, AP Lang, Journalism, 12th grade English. Those are the three courses that I'm teaching this year. And then I have Google Meet recordings because I have to record every single meeting or, you know, class and upload it to the Google Classroom. And then I have administrative materials, which is everything from like documents from my principal to 
um, things that I'm side projects that I'm working on or whatever, like all the extra stuff kind of goes in that administrative materials folder. But there's a couple of cool things about folders that you can do in Google Drive. And one of them, Apple does this too. I don't know about Microsoft Office, but um, there's a couple of cool things. So one, you can use emojis in a folder title and a file title. So if you have car, like, you know, documents for your car, like the lease or insurance or whatever, you can input, copy and paste a little emoji of a car into your file type or your folder. And then you just look for the car and you open it up and there's all your car stuff. It's kind of awesome. What's cool about this is that emojis go to the top of any kind of naming system as long as you have your folders organized alphabetically. So for me... I have, I want AP Lang and 12th grade English at the very top of my Google Drive when I open it up. So I have a different emoji for each of those. I think for my AP Lang, I have like a pen. And then for 12th grade English, I have a little alien. Um, I don't know. It just looked cute. There's no real, (laughs) real logic behind that. Um, But I use, so there's a Chrome extension called Joy Pixels, and it's spelled just like it sounds, J-O-Y-P-I-X-E-L-S, and it has so many fun emojis that you can use, like there's, you know, mermaids and, like, mice and animals and food, all the emojis that you see on your phone, like, are on that extension, and you can copy and paste it directly into your file name super awesome. So the second tip that I have when naming files is you can actually color code. So Apple lets you do this and so does Google Chrome or Google Drive. I don't know for sure about Microsoft um, OneDrive, but I'm I'm just going to take a wild guess and say probably yes. I could be wrong. You can let me know. Um, But when you color code things, it allows you, it helps them stand out, you know, from all the other blue files or whatever um, color it is on your computer, you know, your files that you need will pop up. Like for me, I have my AP class is pink and then my 12th graders are this like BB blue color. So it makes it really easy to associate that color with that class or with that file, those are the two folders that I access on a daily basis, multiple times a day. And so I really want to make sure that it's easy to access those. Um, so I actually learned these tips from the crazy talented Casey Bell. She runs the Shake Up Learning Show, and she's incredible. If you guys get a chance to go listen to her podcast or head over to shakeuplearning.com, she has a ton of amazing tips. She's a Google guru. Um, but anyway, so that's she, she is the one that turned me on to color coding and using the emojis to assign each folder and help them stand out when you're looking for them. 
Okay, so the next tip, number four, is to keep as few folders within folders as possible. So like I said before, whenever I open Google Drive, I have a few major folders that pot that are just sitting there. So I have AP Lang, Journalism, 12th Grade English, Google Meet, and Administrative Materials. This keeps my landing page looking super clean. But when you click on those folders, you would probably expect to see like 10 more folders, you know, with every with different categories within them. But I actually have very few, if any, subfolders because when everything is named consistently, it actually becomes a lot quicker to search for a file title than to click on folder after folder after folder. And if you regularly declutter your files, you actually won't have a huge amount to go through. This definitely was a learning curve for me. Um, I have kind of always believed that the more subfolders you have, the more organized you are. Um, but it's not, it's not necessarily true. There is such a thing as being too organized. I know, crazy. But if it takes you five minutes to find a file because you have to keep scrolling and clicking on folder after folder, then like what is even the point? The last step that I have for you, the last tip in decluttering or organizing your Google Drive folder or whatever is to clean it up regularly. Keep only what you need, love, and use. In part one of this spring cleaning series, I shared my process for periodically decluttering my files. So you can you can check out that um, podcast or I also wrote a blog post about it. So you can head over to my blog, lettersandinkblog.com and find all the information about cleaning up your Google Drive there. And that's really it, you guys. It sounds a lot more complicated to organize your folders than it really is. It can seem daunting at first, especially if you've collected a ton of stuff and just sort of let it sit in your main Google Drive. But once you do get everything organized, you're going to feel so much better. I promise. And then everything will look nice and tidy for next school year. So um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions that I didn't answer, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or send me a message. Head on over to the blog post at lettersandinkblog.com and I will see you guys in the next episode. All right, everyone. I want to know, what is your main takeaway from this episode? Share this podcast on your Instagram stories and tag at letters underscore and ink or hit me up in my DMs. And don't forget to check out the blog post for this episode on lettersandinklog.com. And finally, please hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. I want to leave you all with one final thought. If there's anything that we have learned from the pandemic, it's that our notions of what education is are inequitable and ineffective for the needs of modern students. It's time to rethink and reimagine everything that we know about education. Together, we can transform classroom instruction for the digital age. Thanks for listening, and you see you guys next time.